to the third installment of TC Pod, the Taste Cheshire podcast. This week we're actually coming to you live from Taste Cheshire HQ. Yes, that's right, we are back in the office and we are absolutely thrilled about it. For those of you who don't know, we are actually based at the University of Chester Business School at the Queen's Park campus in the beautiful Churchill House on the banks of the River Dee. And from my window right now, I can just about spy Hickory Smokehouse across the water. And if I look to the right, I can see the beautiful Moorings Cafe, where, believe it or not, I did actually have my breakfast this morning. Thank you to the Moorings for their delicious coffee. Gave me the energy to get through this because, as you may be able to tell from the slightly croaky nature of my voice, I do have a horrible cold. Now, I know it sounds a bit odd, but I am hugely excited to have a cold today because I haven't had a cold in over a year, as you can imagine, haven't seen anybody. So I haven't caught any germs, but, you know, school has returned, preschool has returned, and the inevitable colds have also returned. So it's been a really exciting week in Cheshire. We are back with outdoor hospitality and people are going absolutely nuts for it, understandably. Taste Cheshire team have been out and about this week already. We were lucky enough to be invited to the opening of the Secret Garden at the Townhouse in Chester on Lower Bridge Street. And what an evening. We were absolutely spoilt to death by the owner, Steve Hesketh, and his lovely wife, Nicola. And the outside area has been completely redone. There are amazing things to see. Very exciting. We'll talk about them a little bit later in the podcast. Um, The service was lovely. Please, if you get a chance to pop by in the afternoon, enjoy some sunshine in their gorgeous secret garden, have a cocktail, have a coffee, have afternoon tea, go crazy, go wild. You could even have one of their sharing platters. And if you don't share it with anyone, don't worry, we won't tell anyone. So on to this week's TC pod. We are very excited this week to be focusing on our lovely county town of Chester. It's a special edition of TC pod. We're talking today to CH1Bid social media goddess, Rachel Quayle, who has been everywhere during lockdown and has so much information to share with us about the fabulous food and drink offerings in Chester City Centre. A little bit later on, we'll be talking to Bryony, who is, in fact, my boss, the general manager of Taste Cheshire. She is going to be talking about this weekend's Taste Cheshire Farmers Market, which is back at Chester Town Hall this Saturday from 10 till 4. She'll talk to us a little bit about who we can expect to be there and the kind of safety regulations that you might expect, obviously, become a factor in our day-to-day lives. So let's begin with Rachel from CH1Bid, who's going to talk to us about Chester. Welcome to the podcast, Rachel Coyle from CH1Bid, their social media goddess. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm, I'm not too bad. I'm a little tired today. I did have the pleasure of seeing your beautiful face at the townhouse last night, did I not? You did a little bit, a little bit tender around the edges. <laughs> That's okay. We'll take it steady. So, secret garden at the townhouse, newly opened today. What, what did you think? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, Nikki and Steve are a formidable duo. They're very good at doing what they do, and the hotel's lovely. But the garden itself, that they've really given it beans over the latest lockdown, and you can tell. Excellent service, lovely food, jazzy atmosphere. What more do you want? Well, there are pink flamingos, a VW camper van and a giant deck chair. I mean, what more could you want than that? That's that's a valid point. 
And don't forget the Lego replica of the VW camper van as well. That is very cool. Be sure not to miss the Lego replica of the VW camper van. Please don't take it apart, though, because that's grand upon. The secret one of the townhouse obviously is brand new, um, but a lovely space to enjoy now. We're allowed to enjoy outdoor hospitality. Where else have you been? Where else is good to sit outside and enjoy this little bit of April sunshine? Well, if you head into town, you can't really go wrong because anyone who can has put chairs outside. So everyone from Palm who are doing takeout cakeaway and cocktails, which is the best combination since Tom Hardy and Leonardo DiCaprio get together in a movie. And we've got things like that, but the restaurants, the cafes, pretty much everyone is spilling out onto the street. So you can't really miss it. A, a personal favourite of mine, I love Common Hall at the race course i think that's amazing and they've got hoisin duck chips which i am yet to try but we'll keep you posted on that one common all social house is lovely sociable vibe hence the name obviously but they're just so relaxed it's so chilled it's so fun and then i love it at the race course all that open space even when the sun's not shining as well because they have those big umbrellas absolutely fantastic cold beer or cocktail or wine Last night at Popcorn, it was all three. So, (laughs) (laughs) what are Popcorn Um, doing? They they got an outside space. Yeah, they've got uh, they've got outside out the back. They share a courtyard with Zuggers, um, and then they've got massive brollies with heaters out the front as well. Uh, And they also do jelly and ice cream, so it makes you feel like you're at a kids' party, (laughs) but with extra booze on top. What about a hidden treasure anywhere that people would never think of that you think, oh? Everyone should go there. I don't think so much as a hidden treasure, but at the moment, people are doing lots of really great portable foodie ideas in town. So we're seeing a lot of picnic boxes and street food cropping up. But for for me, it would be the new Hamayu, the new Japanese restaurant that's opened up on Watergate Street. They do a bento box, which is brilliant. You get gyoza. I can never say those. I'm very sorry, everyone and sushi and katsu curry and salad and soup all in one box and it's like having a little portable picky tea and what's better than that so (laughs) head on down that sounds amazing i hadn't hadn't realized they were open actually i did see that they were they were setting up i hadn't realized they'd actually open so they're open for takeaway so it's nice just to grab one and then go sit by the river or outside the cathedral it's lovely yeah we do live in absolutely beautiful city loads of lovely places to sit outside can i say sorry marmalade picnic boxes as well marmalade on northgate street they do a banging picnic box and it's got pate in it and lots lots of things that they've baked themselves and sandwiches and maybe even a, a naughty glass of beer and uh we actually took ours to the zoo during lockdown 2.0 and felt very naughty indeed but it's allowed and you can drink at the zoo who knew well have you never been to the oak field (laughs) well i have yeah now (laughs) (laughs) it's wonderful i adore the oak field at the zoo it's incredible in this beautiful house in the middle of the zoo i mean again another thing that we're so lucky to have right on our doorstep that lovely place to sit and eat your food watching the the amazing animals putting a pub in the zoo it's just uh it's incredible so lots of good street food during lockdown and um, are lots of places continuing the street food or is it just now that you're sit- sitting down enjoying things and real chairs and real tables? Well, between you and I and, of course, all your lovely listeners, uh, street food has been a revelation. It started out on Northgate Street pretty much when the absolute mavericks at Porter decided to put some sausages on the barbie. Come rain or shine and indeed snow, they <laughs> barbecued through <laughs> 
for their now infamous chorizo rolls and everyone else sort of went that's kind of a good idea and spilled out onto the street as well and it's created like a real festival vibe and one that we don't really want to see disintegrate even though it will be nothing short of wonderful to eat tea off a plate as opposed to cardboard <laughs> once once the restaurants reopen but we sort of I sort of tentatively went round with a couple of spies and the general consensus is that street food will continue for the next three weeks in most places. So that's this weekend coming Saturday the 17th of April and beyond. Um, So so for those next, which of course coincides with the wonderful Taste Cheshire Farmer's Market. Yes, we are so excited to finally be back at the market. It's been a really long time coming, isn't it? Briny a little bit later in the podcast about who's going to be at the market this weekend but it has been a very long slog and we have to be very very careful to do things very 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 safely but yeah wonderful food at the the farmer's market where would you go for something really yummy and sweet in town right now I I thought you might ask me this and I can't really narrow it down because I I pledge allegiance to Steph uh, from Pastry Peddler in the market uh, she oh. is a wonderful lady. She, she is a uh, pastry for, goddess. Yeah, for those who don't know, she actually started out in, in marketing and worked for Condé Nast and Vogue in very fancy, lovely places like Singapore and whatnot. Uh, and then she came to little old Chester to cut her teeth at the Chester Grosvenor, trained with Simon Radley, etc. Got a Hollywood handshake, no less, from the man himself. That's Paul, not Simon. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, and then she set up her own stall on Chester Market. Her cruffins are second to none. Um, and I just adore her. She's, she's She cooks everything on site. So you'll rock up and she'll be there pouring a bowl of meringue over the top of her head to see if it's worked. And say, my husband will be with you in a second. <laughs> she does some very fancy, beautiful French things and says things like, oh, this was nine turns, you know. And I go, well, it, it just tastes exactly like nine turns stuff wonderful <laughs> I don't know what you mean but there's butter in it so I'm going to eat it but she does lots of fancy things but she, she's become known for her brownies and cookies etc which uh <laughs> she's a bit like oh eat me fancy stuff it's delightful and I've turned it nine times <laughs> but the if you've if you've had one of her Biscoff brownies you'll know why she has to keep making them but also big love as well to sweet elements on Northgate Street who make wonderful desserts absolutely beautiful desserts and they also recently started making and let me get this right a smoked Himalayan salt cookie which is incredible and you can taste the salt and you can taste the smoke but it's with chocolate and nuts and you're just gonna have to try it because it's delicious um and they've also branched out now so they're not just sweet elements they've got some savory elements too and i know you asked me a sweet question but they do have these money money purse pies like they do a curried lamb one which needs to be tasted to be believed so sweet elements and stuff for me just to go back to Steph for a minute i'm in pastry pepper i mean i love her to death partially because she also does wonderful gluten-free stuff if you ask for it so my sister's a celiac um, and she mm. did the most incredible mango cheesecake completely gluten-free for my sister's birthday and it was honestly I think probably the best cheesecake I have ever eaten um she's obviously in the market there are some places open in the market for food Yes, uh, there definitely are. Death by Tacos at the moment are continuing for weekends only. And I, 
uh, I'm actually going into the market tomorrow to do a bit of a recce to see who's about. I know Tie by Tea opens on a Thursday. They're playing it by ear to see as and when they open midweek. Market Cafe are open midweek at the moment. Don't know if anyone's been. It's it, it used to be sort of a bit of a greasy spoon and the gentleman who took it over makes the most formidable, authentic kebabs and things that are absolutely delicious and you just things like curry night, etc. So um so so they're definitely open. The rest we'll we'll have to see. Seafood Shack aren't back until May. Um Peak have had the week off but we'll be back next week. But do pop in if you're in town because there will be someone in there <laughs> in some variety cooking up a storm. Well Peak are a Taste Cheshire award winning sandwich shop. They won of course they the are best sandwich shop in Cheshire. 2019 obviously didn't have awards last year sadly um and they are opening a second branch in hall so they are indeed. a little bit outside of your realm because that's technically ch2 but hopefully there'll be one in ch3 ch4 ch5 all the way up to 64 <laughs> their um their chicken sandwich i've heralded as like the perfect bite because it has every flavor in it <laughs> it hits all of the spots because it's got you know, crunchy, salty, unami chicken with with the spicy peppers and hot sauce and then sweet honey and creamy creme fraiche, I think it is. And it's just every flavour and texture that you want ever. I think <laughs> we are incredibly lucky in Chester because we have such a diverse range of food. You know, we have everything from just, you know, I mean, just the most wonderful chips from Chipped with some incredible sauces all the way up to all these incredible Michelin Guide recommended restaurants and obviously our own Michelin starred restaurant in the Grosvenor. Is there any restaurant that you are literally banging on the door waiting for them to open? I, I also thought you'd ask this question and uh, I also thought that it would be like Sophie's choice to be perfectly honest with you <laughs> um, because I got into this gig because I, I used to have an account called Fat Girl Slimish on Instagram uh, for weight loss and now lockdown has hit and I've been supporting small businesses under the guise of eating everything in sight and thus the uh, slim and the ish have to be taken off my previous username. (laughs) However, Covino, I think I've narrowed it down. Well, it's between Covino and Denoy that I'm gagging to get back in. Well, both of them. Right, fine. I've got two. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Denoy for a proper restaurant experience. Won awards for their authentic Italian. And you sort of have one mouthful of Chef Valentina's cooking and you go, oh, that's what pasta's supposed to taste like. I get it now. (laughs) Um, And Covino are just a pair of absolute maverick wizards who do things with food that is... Is, is just phenomenal. Their takeaways over lockdown have been an, a, a treat. We had their Easter lamb box. You know, it was a lamb wellington and it was beautiful, but they wrapped the lamb in nori, you know, the, the seaweed. And of, of course they did. You know, you sat there going, this is a taste sensation. But anchovy and lamb is perfect. So why wouldn't seaweed and lamb go? But they just think of things and they just raise the bar. And recently they've been wrapping everything in pastry. So being northern, you can't go wrong with that, can you? But they will be doing uh, Italian food, I think it is, this weekend. So them versus Denoy, in fact. Yeah, they're just absolutely mental. And I love it. Shrub, Shrub obviously opened during lockdown. 
crazy yeah. crazy people that they are um and I must confess you know I hadn't had much vegan food in the past and we got takeout from there and my father who won't eat anything unless it's mood first um was convinced by their burger which is the highest accolade that they can have and you know Haifa as you say are doing bits and they got this green star and were the first in the world to do so amongst a couple of others we'll, we'll ignore the couple of others bit yeah, and they're not in CH1 so we don't need to talk about them <laughs> um but you know they've done amazingly and it, it's delicious uh but shrub have have just made veganism completely accessible and what I love at the moment is that they're open from 11 a.m every day so you can go for breakfast you can go for brunch you can go for lunch donuts cocktails and then tea so you can just sit in their little sun trap that they've developed outside on the very bottom of Northgate Street and eat the day away yeah someone else who opened during lockdown have you been to neighborhood bakehouse yeah they've got croissants of course I've been (laughs) (laughs) You and the pastry. You there's a long there's a long term love affair with you and anything with butter. I, I think if you boil it, it is just butter. Anything with butter, <laughs> you can literally I, butter me up. I love Neighborhood Bakehouse, particularly their coffees, which are fantastic, and they're made even better because they use a local milk from Peckforton Farm dairy milk, and I really love that about them. I really think it's the sort of thing that makes really all the difference when our local places use amazing local produce that just comes from all around our amazing county of Cheshire. Yeah. Is there any restaurant that really strikes you as a kind of local food hero? Um, not so much a restaurant, but all of the traders in the market. I, you absolutely love to see how they collaborate with each other, but also the suppliers in there. You know, you will be stood waiting for your piece of cheese from the cheese wedge, and so too will someone from Crustum going, have you got that goat's cheese in for me, etc. And um, just seeing how they develop and use all the produce that's, that's available to them is wonderful. We also have some lovely foodie shops in town. Whitmore and White, and now the new Vinsanto as well. I was an OG Whitmore and White girl. I used to love the Frodham shop, so I was exceedingly happy when they turned up in Chester. Uh, Vinsanto as well. I, I must admit, although I am a food snob, some may say, wine, if you open it, I'll drink it. So <laughs> when it comes down to spirits, I am a bit more uh, au fait, and I bought a lovely bottle of tequila from Vincento recently and so it is not just wine like have a nip in if you are also highly spirited I am highly spirited although I do avoid tequila <laughs> like the plague um but I am absolutely in love with Kingdom's gin and just to bring us full circle it's just been listed at the secret garden at the townhouse which we attended uh, last yeah, night. I, I saw that on Instagram Kingdom getting his flip-flops out on the internet again who knew <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you tried Kingdom's gin um, I can't drink Kingdom's gin and Kingdom will tell you why. It's because of a very heavy night of martinis with him <laughs> and it's put me off gin forever. So no, I will not be trying Kingdom's gin. But trust me, it, it'll work. <laughs> no, it is, it is lovely. I absolutely love the ginger spice one. I tried it for the first time at the Old Dukes at Christmas time and they were just opening. Talking about yet another person. Oh, that's another one I can't wait to get back to. Yeah, it's so fun. Have you played shuffleboard there yet? 
I have absolutely proved that I am incapable of playing shuffleboard at the old <laughs> I have zero skills in that department, but it's not going to stop me from practicing. We had uh, we had burgers delivered from there over lockdown, and uh, as I as I said, <laughs> as I've alluded to, we're not the most slender of families, and we we ordered two burgers from there just to try, and it fed a family of four and two dogs. Wow! So, <laughs> yeah, gener- generous portions at the old Duke. Size of your head, yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Very much looking forward to yeah sitting down and breaking bread with people again, uh, saying cheers and looking people in the eye over a glass uh, will be absolutely perfect. It, it is frustrating knowing that restaurants can open, etc., and seeing some of our friends, particularly on Northgate Street, who don't have outdoor space, having to wait a little bit longer. But it will be worth it. It's wonderful to see the people of hospitality again. You know, they're such. A- characters in our city anybody that you're really looking forward to running in and demanding a drink from yeah definitely mr doug mccormick the manager of the botanist who (laughs) was the first man at common hall um (laughs) when they opened yesterday with all his merry crew of botanist chums um can't wait to get back to prohibition either their takeouts over the lockdown have been incredible and those cocktails have kept me going (laughs) so i can't wait to get back in there either and, you know, it is a community. The food community is a community. And that's been so lovely over lockdown, seeing them all collaborate together and support each other. It, it's, yeah, it is really lovely how they all just meld for the greater good, which is my belly. Well, I am very happy that we've managed to meld today, CH1 and Taste Treasure. We'll probably do many, many more things together, including eating lots of pastry. Wonderful. I'll see you at the pub, my love. Thank you so much to Rachel for joining us today. That was a huge amount of information, all I'm sure very useful to you knowing where to go and where to eat in Chester City Centre now. Um, We do appreciate, though, that that was a lot of information in a short space of time. So please feel free to pop to either our social media, Taste Cheshire on Facebook, Taste Cheshire on Twitter, or Taste.Cheshire on Instagram. Or, of course, you can follow the CH1 Bid team on their social media, They also have a fabulous group called Chester Together, which has been very supportive to all the businesses in CH1 throughout lockdown. Rachel does post daily updates on their CH1 bid Instagram stories. She is a mine of information on a day-to-day basis about what's going on in the city centre. She did mention that she was going to the market this week. Her Insta stories today feature the, the traders of the market that have reopened. So please pop over there and have a look. Now, we appreciate not everybody is ready to be out and about yet, but that doesn't mean that you can't have a little fun at home. Think Prosecco is the perfect drink for an at-home brunch in the sunshine. Both their Think Pink and their Think Pink Prosecco bottles have reduced calories and sugar, but they haven't compromised on the taste at all. It is a beautiful Prosecco, and the pink one is gorgeous pink fizz. And they're actually 100% vegan and organic as well. So you can feel virtuous while you enjoy a glass of fizz in the sunshine. And to save your wallet, we have a special code, which is LOCKDOWN30, which gives you a whopping 30% off your order if you order from them today. So that's LOCKDOWN30 for 30% off Think Wines. And the website you need is thinkwinegroup.co.uk. So LOCKDOWN30 from thinkwinegroup.co.uk for a special glass of fizz in the sunshine. Right up next, we are talking with the boss lady herself, Bryony Wilson, general manager of Taste Cheshire. 
We hope to see you all at this weekend's Taste Cheshire Farmers Market. If you do have any questions for us here at Taste Cheshire or anything you'd like to hear on the podcast, please do get in touch, either with myself or Bryony. We are info at tastecheshire.com and you can always send us a message through our social media. That's Taste Cheshire on Facebook, Taste Cheshire on Twitter and taste.cheshire on Instagram. If you fancy saying thank you for the podcast or if you ever get a deal somewhere that you've heard from us or really you just enjoy what we do, we would love for you to buy us a coffee. You can do so by the link in the bio of the podcast on Apple or on Spotify or even on Buzzsprout. And if you want to type it in yourself, you can. It's ko-fi.com forward slash tcpod. That gives you the opportunity to buy us a coffee to say thank you. And we very much thank you for listening. So here she is without any further ado, Bryony Wilson from Taste Cheshire. Hello, hello. Nice to see your beautiful face after all these lockdown months. I know, it feels far too long. No, it's great to be back. We're back in the office. Who would have thought we'd be excited about that fact that seeing people in human form, not through a phone or a computer screen, just feels miraculous. It's a, it's a whole new kind of freedom being chained to a desk. <laughs> so please tell us what's been going on with Taste Cheshire. We're as a team back in the office, which feels great. Hospitality has returned in one sense or another, which feels amazing. So we're back in the office and that's because we are super busy because this weekend is the... Taste of Farmer's Market! Said with jazz hands and everything. Taste Cheshire Farmer's Market, back this weekend. Tell us all about it. So yes, we've been going for about seven years now, the Taste Fish Farmers Market outside Chester Town Hall um, in the city centre. We have about 20 to 25 stalls typically. We're keeping it a little bit smaller at the moment just with the COVID guidelines trade from 10 till 4. So we're back doing that this year and we're hoping that without no intrusions from no nasty pandemics or anything like that, We'll be here now straight through from April all the way to October. So you've been running the market in Chester for seven years, third Saturday of every month. What is the the biggest thing for you, the big appeal of the Taste Cheshire Farmers Market? We have such a great variety of stalls. We've got pies, we've got cheese, we've got crafts, we've got candles, we've got coffee, which you always require. We've got some great alcohol cakes galore if you've got a sweet tooth and the quality of the food that they bring alongside them the quality of the produce that they bring alongside them is just incredible so can you give us a little bit of a virtual walk around what kind of stores can we expect at this week's market oh so we have a little bit of everything and we've been very lucky with the taste treasure farmers market we do have a great selection of everything being independent locally sourced amazing produce so Jane will be back with her handmade bread. You can grab a Chelsea bun or one of her incredible sausage rolls. Everybody will be happy to see Jane back. Yeah, I love that. So Jane, who does the incredible handmade bread and has been doing it for many years, she'll take orders in advance of, the, of our market to be collected at our market. So people have been coming back to us so much that they'll ring her up earlier in the week and say, can I have a sourdough loaf and, well, for me, five Chelsea buns and, and pick them up on the day i think that's lovely what's next we've got the top end uh, pie offering from great north pie so they're just heat in the oven pies a cheese and onion one is to die for and then opposite them we have powell's pies with traditional hand-raised pork pies 
everyone always says how can they be opposite each other do they not compete no because one's heat to eat and one's just eat where you are so they're perfect things that complement proper british produce both products that we absolutely adore we've got some crafts we've got some amazing candles from cheshire candle company they do scent diffusers candles melts We've been in our houses a lot at the moment. I can tell you for one, the saviour of my household has been, it's smelled great throughout all of lockdown, thanks to Sue's candles. We've got some jewellery. We've got some um, healthy lifestyle products. We've got some great offerings from the um, from Taylor's Free From. So they offer meat-free, vegan. Their lemon curd, have you had their lemon curd? I've not, but I've seen things like, I'm not an egg fan as much to everybody's dismay that that's a thing. Um, their scotch eggs look incredible I couldn't tell you what's in them but I can tell you that a lot of people rave about their scotch eggs a vegan scotch egg doesn't quite compute in any sense of the word but completely works we've got little birds fudgery joining us for anyone with a nice sweet tooth very excited to see them back the spoonable fudge is a favorite in my household Spanish hamper will be back. We can't get abroad at the moment, but you can enjoy some chorizo, some Spanishy foods, just to make you feel like you're in the sunshine. Humble and Whole will be the returning. They've got muffins, cakes, gingerbreads. Again, anything sweet, they've got you covered. Some fantastic booze, spirits, um, high-end spirits, whiskeys, vodkas, gins, everything. So it's smorgasbord of booze uh, from Dipple Tipple coffee to keep you going throughout the day we've got cheese muffins cakes so much more there's a bit of everything lovely and and obviously with covid regulations it's things are a bit different but are we still able to taste samples of things of products at this for the market samples aren't quite a thing at the moment unfortunately they haven't quite returned you'll also see a lot of the um food being pre-packaged so it will be in sort of plastic wraps or something just to make it a little bit safer for both the customers and the traders we've not been advised yet for government guidelines as to when tastings and things like that will be returning but hopefully for our benefit of all of us it won't be much longer safety is a big concept for everyone at the moment what's different at the moment about the market that keeps people safe as with hospitality coming back the important word to think of is it's outdoor with a farmer's market, we've got big wide aisles, which has always been a good, comfortable thing. We do have a one way system going on just to make things a little bit clearer. But it does mean we can space people out a little bit more, give people a little bit more of option for socially dis- distancing. Um, we do ask everybody that comes to the market, despite it being outdoor, just to wear masks. It's only a short period of time that you're sort of in the market area, especially for our traders who obviously want to think of the peak of safety, but also making customers comfortable. They're out there for six, eight hours a day. And personally, I think to protect our traders, but also other customers around you, I think wearing masks for that short period of time is a great option. Uh, we have hand sanitizer stations all over the place as well. Um, a lot of the traders have gone cashless. Some still are taking cash. So don't worry if you are one of those people that still wants to spend cash. Um, but just speak with the traders and they'll show you 
how they're taking cashless payments. We do have sections and spaces for people to stand so they can queue safely. But with the market being laid out the way it is, there is lots of areas that if you don't want to take your mask off or don't need to be close, the whole family doesn't need to be at the front of the stand. There's lots of places close by that you can be waving distance um, just to make it the best experience it can be for everybody. So out quite early on in the day. It's the nature of the beast. It's one of those things. If you've got great produce, selling out is going to happen. We always say that get there early, but you might be lucky. You might get the odd bargain at the end of the day as well. The best thing about our, our traders really is that they are a little family. And I mean, everybody loves to say that, but our market really is a family atmosphere. I've been doing the market for so many years now, and some of the traders have been there longer than I have. And everybody just welcomes people in. It's such a nice atmosphere at the market. Market. It's not just about the food and drink. It is a proper event. There is lots of things going on. There's amazing people that you want to see. And there is so many of these stalls that have got regulars that come back month after month after month, year after year. I can't say I have favourites. I'm not going to get into that. It's like picking <laughs> your favourite child. So the market will be on this Saturday, Chester Town Hall Square. What are we looking forward to, though, after this week's market? Well, it's great to see that hospitality is opening up outdoors currently. Um, That seems like a very, very big step forward after the past year. May 17th is going to be a very big date. Let's hope everything stays on track and then we can start allowing indoor hospitality once again. I'm really looking forward to that. (laughs) The 17th of May is a very important date for another reason as well, isn't it? Well, of course. It is, in fact your birthday i'm definitely more excited about being able to eat a meal in a restaurant than i am about turning another year older (laughs) and then following on from may obviously this summer is going to be action-packed we've got two festivals to look forward to got diva fest in august and we've also got the return of taste treasure food and drink festival um, on its new day of august bank holiday that's going to be a big one this year our 20th year 20 years i mean it's crazy how long this has been running so it's a chester race course obviously normally it's at easter what was it like this easter and in fact last easter when it wasn't we weren't able to run the event i i didn't know what to do with myself quite honestly i've been doing I've been attending working running this food and drink festival for so many years I don't know what an Easter entails if it's not running around Chester Racecourse if I'm quite frank taste treasure food and drink festival at Easter is a big part of a lot of people's families growing up people go year after year after year for this very event to um and that's how they celebrate but the good news is you know, we are running pretty much exactly the same event, but it's just going to be at the August bank holiday. So we can... let's pray for sun. Yes, well, the chance for sun really in August than there is in April, we would think. So we're looking at seeing the same chef arrive that we'd originally planned. We are. We've got Chris Bavin. We have got Paul Rankin. And we have got Master Chef Professional John Road. Been used to having Greg Wallace in the past, so we're very happy to finally get the second one in the duo. Give it and see how that works for us. I'm really looking forward to that as well. At Farmer's Park, we're used to having just 20 stalls, but you know, at the Food and Drink Festival, we're talking more like 120. 120, 150 scale really jumps up 
uh, for the food and drink festival. Food for consumption being much more of a priority, as well as your sort of your cheeses, your wines. We go a little bit further out on our geographical coverage, etc. We um, cover not just Cheshire and the Northwest, but we have some people coming down, some traders coming down from down south. There's an amazing fudge producer that comes from down south that I just can't survive without quite frankly lots of amazing produce and it's just lovely to see that people are willing to travel not just exhibitors but customers from such a far distance just the big advantage of the food and drink festival is we also have an accommodation offering we offer a side event a sister event called camper fest we are almost full i'm talking the last handful of stuff of pitches remaining um but yeah definitely a great option if you're coming from out of area yeah it's fabulous because you get to actually camp on chester racecourse yeah how many people can say that they've done that and there's extra entertainment we've got tp activities for the kids as well as all the things um that you can enjoy just as a festival attendee you get to go to all three days of the food and drink festival including the price yeah and don't forget we've got the adult cooking classes kids cooking classes so many extra things that you can do as a family for free just with your general entry ticket price the taste treasure food and drink festival will be returning from the 28th to the 30th of august at chester Racecourse, and tickets available online now we are also selling tickets additionally through groupon and voucher if you're looking for any special deals or keep an eye on our social media where we have got lots of offers and special events to announce as well fabulous what's the website address where i can go and buy my ticket it is chesterfoodanddrink.co.uk of course, there's no ticket required for this weekend's Taste Cheshire Farmer's Market outside Chester Town Hall. See you there, Bryony. See you there. So that is just about it for this week's podcast. Just remains time for me to give you one more beautiful deal from a local Cheshire producer. To celebrate the sun finally coming out, Clotten Hall Dairy are offering a 10% discount on their Cheshire Cream tea boxes until the 21st of June. These are absolutely perfect for those outdoor catch-ups in the garden. If you use the promo code HELLOSPRING at the checkout on their website, um, the Cheshire Cream Tea is gorgeous. It does include four fresh scones. Some of their beautiful clotted cream, Cheshire clotted cream from Clotten Hall Dairy is absolutely legendary. Um, Some lovely jam and four tailors of Harrogate English breakfast tea bags so you can enjoy a lovely cup of tea with your fresh scone and clotted cream. If you want to take advantage of the deal, head to the Clotten Hall Dairy website, which is clottenhalldairy.co.uk. If you want to take advantage of this deal and you need more information, or if you would like to see any more of the wonderful deals that are available across Cheshire, please have a look at tastecheshire.com. We always try and keep it up to date with local deals and offers, and obviously fabulous food, events, blogs and news from across our fair county. Once again, thank you for listening to TC Pod, the Taste Cheshire podcast. We look forward to seeing you back here this time next week. We are going to be talking to Richard from the Cheshire Wine School about what's going on with wine tastings. And those of you who know me know I love wine tasting. I mean, really any wine. But Richard is excellent. He talks about wine in a way that's relatable for everyone, whether you're a wine beginner or a wine aficionado. So we're really looking forward to that. We're also going to have a little chat 
with Mr. Mark Jarvis from the Chesterfields in Mickle Trafford. He has recently opened a pizza place based in the back garden of their sister business, the Chesterfields. Oak and Smoke is its name. And as the name suggests, it's a wood-fired pizza place. It offers real food cooked on a real fire. So we are really looking forward to hearing how that came about through all of this lockdown craziness. Stick with us at TC Pod. We're going to give you as much information as we can about the fabulous food and drink on offer all around our fabulous county of Cheshire. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Tori for Taste Cheshire, and this was TC Pod, the Taste Cheshire podcast. Hmm, delicious, tasty.